60% of the nearly million fans that walked through the NLL turnstiles last year, 60% of them never played lacrosse. And so why are they there? They're there because of the amazing product on the floor. Uh, our athletes and players just put on a two-hour show and off the floor, uh, just really entertaining product. Welcome to the Sports Business Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Berger. You can find the Sports Business Radio Podcast 15 years, over 600 episodes featuring conversations with the biggest names in sports like David Stern, Pete Carroll, Chris Abbott, Jeannie Buss, Michael Vick, Andre Iguodala, Mark Cuban, Tom Rinaldi, Charles Barkley, Jack Nicholas, Lindsey Vaughn, Eric Spolstra, Aaron Rodgers, and Steve Nash on iTunes or at sportsbusinessradio.com. Subscribe, rate, and review the Sports Business Radio podcast on iTunes, and everyone who posts a review on iTunes will be eligible to be selected to join us in our studio audience at one of our Sports Business Radio roadshows presented by Boingo. And we're also on Spotify now, so you can find us there. Follow us in between podcasts on Twitter at SB Radio. We've been named a top 50 followed by Forbes.com for three consecutive years. And on Instagram at Sports Business Radio. Coming up on our show this week, Nick Sakevich. He is the commissioner of the National Lacrosse League. He's joined us on the show before. I actually had a chance to take in a lacrosse game with him in Denver earlier in the year. And I like the atmosphere at National Lacrosse League games. Uh, it's kind of like you've got the band and the music playing, but then you've got a lot of family stuff going on, and then you've got great lacrosse taking place. And it's high scoring, too, so there's always something going on. We'll catch up with Nick on our pod this week. And then Lofa Tutupu. I've wanted to have someone on who plays in the CBD space, and it is a growing space. They say by 2022, it's going to be a $22 billion opportunity. We've seen Rob Gronkowski and other athletes attach their name to companies. Lofa, who played six years in the NFL, starred at USC, is with Zone in CBD. He knows a lot about it, and you're going to be amazed at how it's helped him go from really hurting during his career to being much sharper and without pain post-career. So Lofa Tatupu coming up on our show this week. I'm joined in studio by our executive producer, Brian Griggs. Griggs, how are you? Doing good. It's a exciting show. I think uh, if you're listening to this show today, you're going to be educated in two yeah. different spaces that I hadn't really known much about. So this is really a good show, uh, both good interviews and really good information. Yeah, and it's fun every once in a while to do shows like this where we talk to people who, you know, they may not be the biggest names in the world, but you are going to learn something by... Yeah listening to today's podcast. A big announcement. The Sports Business Radio Roadshow, presented by Boingo, is going to be going to New York, to Canoe Studios, December 9th, for a conversation with NFL COO Marianne Turk. And you may say, who's Marianne Turk? Well, if I tell you that she's Adweek's most powerful woman in sports... And she's the highest ranking woman executive in North American sports. She ranks only behind Roger Goodell as an executive at the NFL. I'm very excited to sit down with her. She has an amazing background in engineering, in media. She oversees most of the NFL's business, non-football operations, 
Very excited to sit down with her at our next Sports Business Radio Roadshow, presented by Boingo, December 9th at Canoe Studios in New York City. So, Griggs, we've announced that on our social media platforms as well. And uh, I always love sitting down with interesting people, and I've never sat down with Marianne before, and I'm looking forward to that conversation. Yeah, and talk about getting educated. I mean, I think she's going to be fascinating just because, like you mentioned, she's got she's behind the scenes of all the business of the NFL. Right. So it's the stuff that you you know we don't see that every day. We don't see it on TV. You don't see all the stuff that goes on. So I think that's going to be really uh, fascinating to hear what she has to say about behind the scenes of the NFL. Yeah, and in the time she's been at the NFL, her star has risen. She's risen up the ranks to number two. She replaced Todd Lewicki, who left, who was the previous COO of the NFL. But very excited to sit down with her. We always love going to New York. And then the other thing, we have to make a decision on this, Greg. So we are rocking some new sports business radio merch. We've got hoodies. We've got T-shirts. Some family and friends have already said that they they want some of the merch. And look, I'm not one of those people who thinks, oh, if we put Sports Business Radio merch out there, it's going to sell like hotcakes. <laughs> but who knows? Maybe if we throw some of the stuff out there, people will go, yeah, I want to have a Sports Business Radio uh, hoodie or T-shirt. It's really well made. Yep. Uh, our friends at Ignite, Stephen Ulrich, helped us get this stuff made. So we'll see where it goes. But uh, I'm just excited. Like when we go to New York, we go to our road shows and things like that. We've got some nice yeah. merch and some branding to uh, rock. It looks good. You got the black. I got the gray. Uh, we'll get a picture out later today. But uh, it's kind of a dry fit. So it's a, it's yeah. a comfortable, cool. You don't feel like you're going to get sweaty. Yeah, you're not going to get all sweaty and hot and stuff. So I, I love it. And I think, uh, yeah, throw it out there to the people. Let's see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> good stuff. All right, coming up next. Nick Sakevich, the commissioner of the National Lacrosse League. You're listening to Sports Business Radio. When it comes to stadiums and arenas, every sports pro knows wireless wins. And when it comes to the best wireless technology for your venue, look no further than Boingo Wireless. Boingo is the largest operator of indoor wireless networks in the U.S., providing state-of-the-art Wi-Fi and cellular services that power amazing fan experiences. And Boingo makes keeping your stadium connected easy today and in the future. Thinking about 5G? Boingo's expert team helps you carry the ball through a complex technology landscape to deliver wireless solutions that will delight fans and deepen loyalty season after season. Here's another kicker. Boingo is simply the best connected experience for your business. With Boingo, stadiums and arenas enjoy unique operating efficiencies, revenue opportunities, and digital insights into their fan base. That's a win-win. Boingo works with major league sports venues like Soldier Field, Vivint Smart Home Arena, State Farm Arena, and university stadiums like University of Louisville and K-State. Our thanks to Boingo for their continued support of Sports Business Radio. We're excited to showcase how technology is changing the business of sports. If you would like more information on Boingo Wireless, visit boingo.com or email sports at boingo.com. Blinder is the way high-performance teams connect their talent with the media and fans. It lets communications managers provide unprecedented access to their athletes, entertainers, and executives while respecting everyone's privacy and time. Blinder makes phone calls magic. Request a demo today at blinderhq.com backslash sbradio. Joining us now on the Blinder guest line is Nick Sikevich, the commissioner of the National Lacrosse League. 
You can follow him on Twitter at NLLcommish. Follow the league online at NLL.com. Well, Nick, it was great to see you earlier this year in Denver. We took in a Colorado Mammoth game at the Pepsi Center with our mutual friend, Cronky Sports CMO, Declan Bolger. I thought the game was fantastic. How have you been? Good. Busy, <laughs> to say the least. Lots yeah. of uh, lots going on in the NLL these days. Well, that's what you're here for. We're going to dig in to some of that. As we discussed when you were on with me before, lacrosse is still one of the fastest growing sports in North America. Before we get into specifics on the NLL, give us an overview of the market for pro lacrosse today. It seems like it's it's growing by the week. It really is. There's a whole new uh population of young uh, millennials and Gen Zs that are growing up taking in different sports. Um, I had a front row seat in Major League Soccer for two decades and watched a whole generation of uh, kids growing up, uh, Gen Y, Z, and Millennial now, uh, becoming soccer fans. And I feel like in uh, in lacrosse, we're seeing the same dynamic. Uh, very young audience. Uh, they're consuming different sports, and lacrosse is one of them. You see tremendous growth at the grassroots level. There's a lot of moms and dads who don't want their kids playing American football, and those kids still like the physicality of sport and and, uh, and the hitting, and you, you can't hit people in soccer or basketball. So lacrosse is gaining a lot of momentum uh, as the fastest-growing team sport at the grassroots level as a result, and we're excited to be here. We're celebrating our 34th season. Um, of the NLL this year, and we're going right after that new generation of sports fans. Something that you guys did that I think was so smart. I'm a streamer. I'm I'm I've cut the cable cord. No satellite for me. From day one, you guys have been all in on digital. And as we discussed when you were on with me last time, you know you've got that 35 and under audience. They're consuming on their phone. They're consuming on their mobile device. You guys have teamed with Bleacher Report. You have NLL TV. How's that all working out? Because I really think you were ahead of the curve as compared to the other sports league on really going heavy on digital. Well, thanks, Brian, and you're right. Um, but we had a, we deployed a digital-first strategy, which was the really the first iteration of NLL TV, and, and now, of course, it's BR Live uh, with our partners over at Turner Sports. Um, in a nutshell, in our first year with VR Live, we uh, increased our audience by six times coming off of the last year that we were on NLL TV. And this year we have uh, expectations that we're going to increase our audience size even more um, and, and really growing it. And you hit the nail on the head. Today, um, there are three types of consumers in today's TV market. There's cord cutters, uh cord shavers who are downsizing their cable uh, subscription or cord nevers and the young generation of millennials and gen z's are cord nevers they'll never have a cable subscription they look at their iphone as a television their mobile device their their pad their desktop computer or that 65 inch screen tv they have in their living room um they're all televisions to this to this new generation and and we're very heavily invested in this strategy it's working in the early days. Uh, we have a real media business that's paying us money for viewership, which is really important for uh, a league like ours. Even though we're 34 years old, we're still in a lot of ways a new upstart, up-and-coming business, and it's really important for us to get um, monetization off of our viewership. So 
we're, we're able to do that in the digital space. We were not able to do that in the linear space. Well, and the other thing about linear is you can't capture fan data from people consuming on linear. But if they're coming directly to you on streaming, that's really important data you're capturing. No, you're spot on. Again, that, that, that is the secret sauce, if you will, to streaming and being able to have a one-on-one relationship with the consumer that's watching you. So we have emails, we have phone numbers, we have birthdays, we have information on uh, consumers that are watching us so that we can engage with them, um, sell them and market more product to them, be it a ticket or merchandise or uh, a new VR Live subscription for the new upcoming season. And that's really important. On linear television, you don't know who's watching you, where they're watching you, where it's coming from. The data is very limited. The other thing is, look, Apple Plus launched last week. Disney Plus launches today. I would think with streaming becoming more prevalent in the industry and people saying, okay, I am cutting the cord once and for all and going to a streaming service, I would think just people getting in that mentality has to help you guys. Oh, there's no question. I mean, last year I think the number was there was a 30% increase in streaming uh, viewership across the board of all live sports content. Um, And look, linear and cable TV aren't going away. They're just another option today. And, you know, as this new consumer base comes through, I think that 30% is going to grow. There'll be uh, a shift over to streaming uh, more and more as these millennials and Gen Zs age and get into their earning years and start spending more money on streaming product. So it's early days, uh, but we're seeing some really, really great signs in this digital space and this streaming space. And we like the position that we're in, and we're going to continue to invest in it. Do you have any plans to find a traditional broadcast partner, or are you 100% in on digital? No. Um, you know, we're, we're not opposed to a linear product, but it's got to be a, a win-win partnership with a broadcaster right now we couldn't be happier with our relationship with turner sports and vr live we have uh, a couple more years uh, on our deal with them they've been amazing partners and that that's an understatement they've been more than amazing partners both in terms of marketing the league distributing our content and also selling sponsorship i think you've seen some big deals uh, starting to happen in the nll with companies like geico and anheuser-busch and Alterna Bank up in Canada, um, we're, we're going to bring more of those deals uh, into the league, and that's a direct result off of the Turner and uh, BR Live relationship. Um, so we're really happy, um, but we definitely you know, are open to it and willing to explore linear uh, options to get a wider distribution of the NLL product um, and not opposed to doing it. In fact, next week we're up in Canada meeting with uh, a number of the linear broadcasters up there to look at a Canadian game of the week uh, product on linear. So we're open to those conversations. When I saw you in Denver earlier this year and we watched a game at the Pepsi Center, you know, one of the things we talked about was how NBA and NHL owners are good for your league and for owning teams. They already have the building. They already have the infrastructure in place. How has that model evolved for you guys? Um, really well. We're we're up to five uh, NHL teams team owners in our league. We have two NFL team owners. We have two NBA team owners. 
you know, the synergies that uh, these sports and entertainment companies have with things like ticket sales and marketing and PR and data analytics. Um, in a lot of cases, they own and control their arenas, so they're able to leverage the ownership of those buildings uh, to add nine or ten NLL lacrosse events into those arenas just makes a whole lot of sense. Um, the model, the financial model is very powerful for an NHL or an NBA uh, owned team. In Pagula Sports Entertainment's case, they own the Bills, they own the Bandits, they also own our Rochester team, the Nighthawks, so they're heavily invested in the NLL and that regional marketplace, Rochester, Buffalo, um, and that, and they, they make that investment for a reason. It makes good business sense. You expanded by two franchises, Halifax and New York. When you joined me last on Sports Business Radio, you said that you thought that the NLL had the potential to have an MLS-like trajectory with franchise values and expansion. Do you still believe that? Uh, not only I believe that, I believe it more than ever. Uh, we've seen, uh, with the two new franchises coming this year, we've seen a 600% plus growth of franchise value in the league over the last four seasons. Um, we, we're going to continue to see that growth. You know, we'll only, we'll only sell 30 teams in this next round. We're moving towards 16 teams. Um, and, you know, there's a limited supply of the number of teams in the NLL. Um, will the values uh, be at the level of Major League Soccer? Um, perhaps not, um, at least, you know, in the first 20 teams that we sell. But after that, it depends on our uh, success on television and with our OTT streaming network. It depends on our commercial success with sponsors. We know we have to add more games somewhere down the line and become a full-time player league where our athletes are doing nothing but playing in the NLL. Um, when that time comes, maybe the values will and can grow to the level that MLS is at, maybe from Team 20 to Team 30. But there's a limited supply of these teams, and we're, we're a league right now. I, I hesitate to use the word rocket ship, but we, and I won't use that word to describe the NLL, but we have very significant upward momentum right now in our business with the value of our franchises, the uh, growth in sponsor revenue, and what's fueling it all is that grassroots uh, participation that we're seeing at the at the uh, at the very you know neighborhood level, if you will. That's really going to fuel the growth of our league over the next couple of decades. So we're we're pretty excited about the growth. And yeah, I'm very bullish that the franchise values will be worth a significant amount of money, more than what we're selling them for today. Well, and as we've discussed before, you've got some really solid owners in your league, too. Uh, whether it's huge companies or individuals like Josai, you've got credibility with your ownership group. So I think that's got to help get the attention of prospective owners and markets as well. Well, what's really great and what, what, what makes this league a lot of fun uh, to work in is we, we have no weak owners. Um, every one of our owners is blue chip. Uh, from A to Z, and um, they are the ones that are really driving the investments that are necessary to grow the league. We're just caretaking it for them, um, but our ownership our ownership is fantastic from A to Z. 
uh, very powerful, very well-resourced, and very committed to growing uh, the National Lacrosse League and the sport. If I'm a new fan of the NLL, what are the three storylines, or even players, who you think I should pay attention to for the upcoming season? Uh, two new teams, uh, 13 teams in the league, three divisions. You know, it's the first time we're going to three divisions. Um, more regional rivalries, um, enhanced production on BR Live, so our, our production for the viewing experience for the fans that are watching us at home or on their mobile device is going to be uh, even further improved. We've got some innovations like uh, goal cams and that we're testing, and we'll be rolling those uh, announcements out. Um, yeah, so a lot, lot centered around uh, improving the fan experience both uh, in the arena and on television, and some really great competition with two more teams being added. Uh, you know, over the weekend, I watched the Halifax team for the first time uh, in an exhibition game against the Georgia Swarm, and uh, man, they look fun. They look like they're fun to watch. Uh, they are scoring goals in buckets in those games, and really excited to see how Halifax performs. They look like they have a young, fast team, and so I think all of our teams are going to be closely matched, and the fans will really enjoy the competition again in our 34th season. I know you get around to a lot of the markets. You watch the teams. What do you hear from the fans? Oh, a lot of passion. Uh, you know, and what's interesting about our fans is whether they're a lacrosse fan or whether they're someone who didn't grow up playing the game, um, they just really have a lot of passion for our league. They love the events. And a lot of people don't know this, but 60% of the nearly million fans that walked through the NLL turnstiles last year, 60% of them never played lacrosse. Hmm. Um, and, and so why are they there? They're there because of the amazing product on the floor. Uh, our athletes and players just put on a two-hour show uh, with 25 goals a game, 25 to 30 goals a game, 80 to 100 shots on goal, most games finishing at the buzzer at the end, uh, and off the floor, uh, just really entertaining uh, product. So I think 60% of the fans in our league never played lacrosse speaks a lot about the entertainment value that our teams are able to provide the fans. And when I speak to them, they talk about things like the NLL is like going to a, a rock concert with a major sporting event going on yeah. at the same time. And, and they describe the electricity that they feel in the, in the arena and the fans singing and the music playing and all sorts of stuff and fan engagement going on in between quarters. So it's really, uh, it's really a fun time to be in our league. Our teams are really delivering uh, a great product at an affordable price in their marketplaces. So uh, that's, what I, that's what I hear from the fans when I speak to them. And I always at least take a quarter or sometimes a half and I sit in the ball in the season ticket section because I want to talk to those fans and they give me great feedback. Yeah, that's really important. Last question for you. You know, you just mentioned uh, season 34. When you get to season 40, where do you see all of this? <laughs> um, I see a 20 to 2016 league playing in four divisions um, with uh, just a lot more of what we've been doing over the last three years, more marketing partners, bigger partnerships, uh, delivering more value to the fan and the fan experience. 
we're going long in sports betting. Uh, this year, we're, we're putting the pieces together to build the infrastructure to uh, support um, not just sports betting, but fantasy and gaming. Um, and that is a big, big future of the sports, uh, of sports period, whether it's lacrosse or other sports. Uh, gaming, fantasy, sports betting is a big piece of our strategy. So this year, although we won't be doing sports betting this year, we're putting the pieces into place uh, to make that, uh, to support that. Our announcements with Sports Genius and Sports Logic, uh, we're part of that infrastructure. Uh, we have one more big announcement to make with a marketing partner, which is going to come in, in the we- in weeks, uh, hopefully before the start of the season, we announce that partnership. Um, so sports betting is big, and we're going to see that over the next uh, four to five years develop. And then, um, and then we got to work on uh, we got to work on esports. Uh, our league needs a needs an esports game. We need a game. We need an NLL game. It's one of the things that really fueled the success of soccer in America and the education of an American soccer fan base is the FIFA video game, uh, and it really educated kids on uh, the tactics and strategy and players and stadiums and teams um, through a video game. And I, and I think that's sorely lacking and missing uh, with, with the NLL. Uh, but we got a lot to do. So that's a, pri- that's, that's a priority down the road that we're going to tackle. But those are the things that I think fans and, and uh, sponsors and broadcast partners can look forward to in the years to come with the NLL. Nick Zakevich, the commissioner of the National Lacrosse League. Follow him on Twitter at NLLcommish. Follow the league online at NLL.com. Nick, thanks so much. Best of success with you in the upcoming season, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Brian. Thanks for having me on, and thanks for covering us. You're listening to Sports Business Radio. We'll be right back. One word you wouldn't typically associate with a dress shirt is comfort. However, the folks over at Mizzen in Maine are changing this. Their shirts are incredibly comfortable. Mizzen in Maine makes dress shirts for men that fixes everything that's ever been wrong with shirts for so long. Their shirts breathe, stretch, and wick away moisture. It's like athletic wear disguised as a dress shirt, making them great for travel. They've taken the hassle out of looking great through wrinkle resistance and the ability to wash your shirts at home. No more last-minute ironing. No more after-work trips to the dry cleaner. It's a shirt that's worked for thousands of customers, including hundreds of professional athletes like J.J. Watt and Phil Mickelson. Head over to MizzenInMaine.com and use promo code SBR to get $10 off your dress shirt. That's MizzenInMaine.com, code SBR. And make sure to visit MizzenInMaine.com on Black Friday. Everything is 25% off on Black Friday. Visit MizzenInMaine.com. My guest is Lofa Tatupu. He played six seasons in the NFL, all-pro linebacker, played with the Seattle Seahawks. He also starred at USC. You can follow him on Twitter at Lofa Tatupu. He has also launched Zone in CBD. Lofa, thanks for joining us on Sports Business Radio. How are you? Good. Thank you for having me. No, I'm excited to have you. And, you know, it's interesting timing because... I wanted to have someone on to talk about the whole CBD space and also just about playing in the NFL and rest and recovery and, and all of that stuff. You know, it's amazing to me, uh, CBD in the U.S., it's a $5 billion market. They say it's going to be a $22 billion opportunity by 2022. 
just crazy money in this. Why did you get into the CBD space? Um, simply because CBD, and I don't know how familiar you are with CBD, but it has completely and utterly changed my life for the better. And um, started taking about three years ago, and even even calling it CBD is a disservice to the the whole plant extract because derived from hemp, there's several other phytocannabinoids, which is just a fancy word for plant compounds that act on our cell receptors in our body. And it has completely transformed and repaired all my injuries from the NFL. That's unbelievable. So I've heard you do other interviews, and I've heard you say if you had had this during your career, you probably would have had a longer career. Oh, I would have been just wrapping it up. I would have been on the field with those boys last night in that great game against the Niners. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> but I would, I would have been backing up Bobby Wagner by this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're pretty good. Um, it's amazing to me, though. So some people will listen to this and they'll go, come on, he's just saying this because he's part owner of the company. What is it? Like, Walk me through the changes that you've seen and how long did it take for your body to heal itself using CBD? Okay, well, I've been taking it for three years now. And three years ago, um, you know, post-football career, I was about five years retired. Retired in 2012, so this is right around maybe 2017. And um, been through 10 surgeries, uh, multiple, multiple concussions. Can't even tell you how many uh, throughout my college and NFL career. And um, just felt like I was going through the motions. And had heard about, you know, full-spectrum oil, a.k.a. CBD, and started, you know, doing my R&D and just buying some and, find, you know, using it and trying to see can I find any benefits physically for the joint pain and, you know, and mentally for the cognitive issues that I was already experiencing um, from the concussions. And I stumbled across a couple that were good, and then with the passing of the farm bill, I decided to put into motion my own company. And so I vetted many farms, vetted labs, and then I finally went to a lab and partnered with them out in Florida who has access to the best quality hemp that I've ever seen and I've ever experienced. Um, all hemp is from the U.S., uh, mainly from Kentucky and Colorado. Certificates analysis to back everything that's what's on our label is in our bottle. So, you know, I turned over every stone trying to find the best quality product for people to use. And it's a, it's a formulation that's resonated with a lot of people. And so my personal experience, three years ago I was 280 pounds. And at 5'11", it's a tough look to pull off. <laughs> so uh, my playing weight was 235 pounds. Um, and I took full-spectrum oil, and then within my, my endocannabinoid system, my ECS, which is what the plant acts on, it was thrown so out of whack that I experienced changes within a couple days. Wow. And within a few days, I was getting out of bed, not just, you know, easily, but you know, excited to get out of bed. So there was a definite cognitive benefit of I wasn't looking at the clock and, and saying, oh, I got another hour to rest. I'm like, hey, I'm awake. It's time to go conquer the day. And so it was just a full, like like I said, a transformative lifestyle change. Like uh, things, going to the gym, it didn't hurt. It didn't take me three days to recover anymore. And then mentally, the you know, because everybody sees the 45-pound weight loss. I'm 230 pounds now. Hmm. And they're like, what is he doing? And this is what I'm doing. But that, that pales in comparison to the actual cognitive benefits that I've received from this plant. And I'm talking uh, attention span, 
short-term memories coming back and just everything. I mean, it, I'm, I'm going out there and crushing the day, you know, whether it's my business meeting, my family life. Um, I have never been a better version of myself. That's great news, and it's it's really remarkable. I want to – some of this I need to be educated on, and I know our listeners probably need to be educated on too. Take me back to when you were playing in the NFL, and we know that marijuana is a banned substance in the NFL. In the NHL, it's legal now. Other leagues, it's not legal. But if you were looking for rest and recovery, what did you turn to? Uh, well, I mean, you get what's prescribed to you, and luckily I wasn't subjected to that in the NFL in terms of uh, the, the opiates, and I was, I did take prescribed anti-inflammatories, um, you know, uh, the the uh, ibuprofen, like, and, and the uh, the Proxen and all the ones that, there's even some that, you know, we used to take that aren't, they're not, they're off the list, you can't take those anymore. Um, and then, you know, other than that, you're on your own to just try to find a way to recover as quick as you can. But, and um, I know you said cannabis and while hemp and cannabis are closely related, ours is hemp derived. And I think if leagues would just take, they would do the, you know, the research and just jump in there and really find out what it is and what it isn't. I think, you know, the stigma of cannabis, everyone goes back to the stoner stigma or, right. you know, oh, you know, you know, you, you know you're, you're going to be lazy. And that's not true. It's had just, the hemp-derived version has had just the opposite effect on me. Where I would be normally sedentary, it has put me into motion. Huh. And, you know, it's, yeah, so it's had that adverse effect, and it's gotten me out there and really pushed me out of my comfort zone, whether it's, you know, pain-wise in terms of getting back in the gym or even even doing a podcast like this. I used to have, you know, I get anxious about doing something like this or, or the TV appearances even though they, they stick a microphone in your face when you're, uh, when you're you know, playing ball. And people think, oh, well, it's normal. It's part of his job. He's used to it. No, I would, I would tighten up when that happened. But now I'm excited to, you know, get the opportunity to, to preach about how, how, you know, the benefits of this plant. Do you think eventually the NFL and other leagues will see the benefits of the plant, like you said, and say, all right, look, our players will do better with this versus not taking it? Absolutely. And, um, you know, because, you know, in terms from the human aspect, they want what's best for their players. Trust me, they do. Uh, the Hawks, they did a phenomenal job of taking care of us. Um, you know, I was blessed to be in that organization. But think about it from a business aspect. If you can put a better product out there, would you not want to? And so, you know, you find guys with less problems, you know, healing, you know, with the, whether it's their body or mind. And they're able to recover from these injuries quicker. And when they go back out there, they know that they can go back out there because that's the biggest mental hurdle. Am I going to be the same after you get hurt once? Well, I mean, I had came back from so many injuries, whether it was a concussion or surgery. I mean, I had, I was doing rehab the whole year of the offseason just to get prepared for the season. So it was like after my second year, I was really just playing catch-up to get to where everybody else was, you know, and well-rested for camp and I was already going through everything just to get to camp. So just to be clear, if you're a current NFL player, you can't use CBD. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. You're not supposed to. It's still considered a byproduct of cannabis. Okay. And there's two kinds of CBD. There's like the edible ingestible kind. And then there's the topical. Is that right? Yes. 
Yeah, you have this topical. We right now we have two products because that's all I really believe you need in terms of you're just going to need to find your dosage and frequency in terms of how much or how little you need. And um, so we have uh, a medical advisory board comprised of uh, world-renowned doctors. Um, and then on top of that, we have uh, 13 athletes that are forward-facing. So it's it put together an all-star team, no pun intended. No, it's great. And I think your challenge, as I see it, with Zone In CBD is – First of all, it's becoming a really crowded space, right? It's kind of, you know, you see Rob Gronkowski, you see a lot of other athletes who are kind of figuring out, all right, which is the company that I want to latch my name to and, and join. But then there's also, like you mentioned earlier, the, the stoner stigma. And people don't see the benefits it's had for people like you because they've got that stoner stigma attached to it. So how do you get those people to say, look, I'm not going to attach this to I'm sitting around getting high. This has actual plant-based benefits are going to help me going forward. Well, that's just the education piece, and that's uh, what we aim to do. Um, you know, as we, it's going to take time. You know, I'm not naive to think that, oh uh, yeah, you know, just just try it. You know, life's going to be better because, like I said, I've been using this, I've been using full spectrum oil for three years, and I just continually stack good days. And that's what it's about because, by the you know, once you get into it, into your routine and rhythm, um, you know, people are just going to see that more of the people that are taking full-spectrum oil, they're going to see them start to crush life. And, I mean, that, just simply put it, that's how it's going to be. And then they're going to get curious, and they're going to see, you know, one person in their group of friends like, man, what, you know, what's he or she doing? I mean, they look, they sound better than they've ever, you know, been. And then they're going to get curious, and then they're going to, you know, give it a try, and then they're going to have their eyes open and say, wow, I've been missing this my whole life. So with Zoning CBD, how do you like being a CEO? I mean, you're going from, <laughs> you know, being a, a pro athlete. That's got a certain uh, cadence to it, and you've got to practice and play games, and, and now you're on the business side of things. And that's what I love about hosting this show is I have a lot of athletes on who – are transitioning from being a pro athlete to being a business person. How are you enjoying that chapter? Oh, I mean, just like anything, uh, any competitor, you know, especially being an athlete, they love challenges, right? Um, and so um, I'm enjoying it, you know, thoroughly. I'm learning a ton, and that's what's most exciting because, like I said, getting out of your comfort zone is the only way you grow. And so, um, you know, I've come a long way in my last few years, and there's I still have a long way to go, but – um, got a great team around me, and, and like anybody that wins championships, it's it's because of the team. So excited about it! How many people are on your team? I know you said you've got you know big staff, but how many people are working on this? We got four full time. Um, we'll be staffing up as we continue to ramp up, um, and uh, just then uh, with the doctors too. We have three doctors, and and then the uh, other athletes. That's been the challenge right now. I'm getting ready to work with my creative. And even the creative, uh, my buddy Jabron Hamden, he played quarterback uh, with us at the Hawks, and then he played in Buffalo and Miami. So uh, there's no shortage of athletes here. And, and he's been doing everything with our social, um, you know, on Instagram, Zone in CBD. And then we also have uh, zoneinwellness.com, which is uh, more of the stories that, you know, we're showing of not just professional athletes, but also everyday athletes and, and people that, you know, we should be looking up to, and we're just, we're a brand that aspires to inspire, and um, that's what we're going to continue to do. 
Well, I'm so happy that this has had such a positive impact on you. And and like I said, I think this is a crowded space, but I have seen you and Zonin CBD stand out. And I think it has a lot to do with you and your stories. And, you know, it gets my attention right away when I hear you were in pain during your career or, you know, obviously you're going to have aches and pains from playing in the NFL. And then the fact that you've got mental clarity and you've moved without pain, you sleep better, all that kind of stuff. That's really good stuff. I uh, appreciate it. I have never been more, you know, mentally sharper. And that's, um, you know, that was my edge on the field. Uh, you know, when everybody was going to the weight room, I went to the film room and I broke down tendencies of offense coordinators, offensive linemen, the quarterback, um, everything. I knew everything about them. And that's where I gained my edge. So when my body started to fall apart, it, you know, I knew where the play was going, but I couldn't get there anymore. And um, simply put, if I had this, I would have continued on the trend of making Pro Bowls rather than going to three Pro Bowls and then only having three years left and being out of the league. When you played in the league, let's say you have a game on Sunday. You wake up Monday morning. What does that feel like? Oh, my God. It's just, you know, what happened is <laughs> – is exactly because I don't care how much ice, how many ice baths you take after the game, uh, how much you know massage therapy, acupuncture, all that stuff. You wake up and you know I remember even you know having a, a chest contusion one time where I tried to you know sit up and it felt like an elephant was just standing on my oh. chest and I just like slowly wheezed my way back uh, back down to the bed and I, I tapped my wife I was like I need you to roll me out of bed. <laughs> I couldn't move. So, I mean, and that was one of the more mild uh, injuries, if I could be honest. That was, you know, nothing compared to some of the other stuff. But um, it's that's that's the feeling you get. Like, and I watched that game last night against the you know, Niners and the Hawks, and, oh, they were they were going – it looked like a playoff game. It really the did. Hits and the speed, didn't it? Didn't yeah. it feel different than, than most of these other games that we've seen? And that's what I love about November and December. It picks up a little more because everybody, I mean, you always know what you're playing for, you know, to put your best out there. But when, you know, when you got, you know, a clash of the Titans, like two teams, eight, no, and seven and two, I mean, you know, it, it raises up a little bit without having to say anything. Well, and it, I look at a guy like Russell Wilson, and he's done such an amazing job, knock on wood, of avoiding yeah. injury and avoiding big hits. But, you know, like you see him standing next to Richard Sherman after the game, and he's so small in comparison, and he's taking licks out there. So I think to myself, how does the this guy at his size wake up on Monday morning? He must be in pain. I mean, you know what? And I know people say that. How does he avoid? Because, you know, he's played in however. I just said knock on wood. I'm knocking on wood because that's our guy. Right. He's played in however many straight games, 82 or 83, hasn't missed, you know, a snap. In 15, when I coached uh, with the Hawks, he had a slightly torn pec, and he also had a, a great two MCL. And he played through that, and wow. he played amazing down the stretch. I think there was, like, one stretch of games where he had, like, 29 touchdowns and two interceptions. And you know, so I've never, you know, I'll never count Russ out. I'll never, even after we threw that pick, uh, you know, I was like, yeah. If they miss or we stop them, I guarantee you Russ comes down, wins the game, and that's just that's just who he is, and uh, it's incredible. And I'm glad he's uh, I'm glad he's on the Hawks. So is it just a given now? I mean, I, I've asked this to other NFL players, but 
you know, you play from the time you're young, you play in high school, you play in college, then you play in the NFL. This is a rough sport. You've got to know going into it that you're going to take your your lumps and and you may have some long-term impacts and that's why something like zone in CBD is is really helpful. Absolutely. Uh when I was out of, you know, cuz and that's like you said, it's kind of cumulative. You know, those those injuries even though you get away from the game, they they come with you. Uh so um from an early age, I think that just becomes people's norms, you know, and and then you know the hits get bigger, you get everyone gets bigger, faster, stronger. So, and your tolerance goes up a little bit to a point, and then I think at, at some age, you know, when you hit like thirty or a little bit after, you start to lose some of that that, that tolerance in terms of. I mean, well, your your testosterone levels definitely drop with every hit to the head, um, and then so. Those are things that, you know, there's got to be a solution for. And I think, you know, the CBD, zone in CBD in particular, um, is is something that could definitely, I don't want to say, you know, there's, there's I don't want to say it could cure all injuries, you know. I, I would never say that. But, um, you know, of all the joint pain that I've gone through, uh, the inflammation, which really, you know, largely kept me from doing the things I love doing, um, you know, playing with my kids or going and going to the gym um it's it's definitely turned that around i don't even i don't take anti-inflammatories anymore and more importantly i don't need a sleep aid to um to get to sleep and stay asleep lofa tatupu he played six seasons in the nfl also starred at usc uh just amazing stuff i mean i, I like i said i'm really happy that this is the result of uh, Zone in CBD, which you can find more about. You can order at zonencbd.com. Lofi, I've wanted to have an athlete on like yourself to talk about this space because it's becoming so popular. And yeah, but I think you're doing it right. Like you said, you found a really good farm. You've surrounded yourself with other good executives. It's not like you just woke up one day and said, hey, I'm going to play in this sandbox too. You're doing the right thing. And I appreciate you joining us on Sports Business Radio. All right. Thank you so much for having me, man. You're listening to Sports Business Radio. We'll be right back. Guests appearing on Sports Business Radio will receive a dress shirt from Mizzen and Maine. It's like athletic wear disguised as a dress shirt, making them great for travel. No more dry cleaning and no wrinkles. It's a shirt that has worked for thousands of customers, including hundreds of professional athletes like J.J. Watt and Phil Mickelson. It's the most comfortable dress shirt I've ever worn. Head on over to MizzenMain.com and use promo code SBR to get $10 off your dress shirt. That's MizzenAndMain.com, code SBR. I can't tell you how many times over the years on Sports Business Radio that a PR person is asked to listen in on my interviews with their CEO, GM, coach, or athlete. They also want to call us in our studio so that we don't have the phone number of the high-profile person who is calling us for our interview. Blinder has developed a technology that solves these issues that have existed for years. Use Blinder's unique technology to connect your athlete, coach, or executive's personal phone for any interview without sharing their private information. Remotely control the phone interviews, set start and finish times, monitor online or with the Blinder mobile app, and listen to a recording of the call at any time for complete peace of mind. With Blinder, you're finally in control. The system works globally from any phone line. Scheduling a call takes seconds. Customizable push notifications ensure a connection, and no one needs to download anything to make or receive a call. PR people everywhere should be using this helpful technology. Blinder is now the technology we use 
for the official guest line for Sports Business Radio. Learn how to start your free trial by visiting blinderhq.com backslash sbradio. Now we're talking. Well, that's it for this edition of Sports Business Radio. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks to our show staff, Brian Griggs and Josh Blank. Thanks to our friends at Boingo Wireless for powering our Sports Business Radio Roadshow. Follow them online at boingo.com or on Twitter at Boingo. And we want to remind you all the great places you can get the Sports Business Radio podcast. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn. Wherever you get your podcast, you can find Sports Business Radio. So download us for on-demand listening. Subscribe, rate, and review us as well. We always appreciate the reviews. Follow me on Twitter in between shows at SB Radio. Follow us on Instagram at Sports Business Radio. For Brian Griggs, I'm Brian Berger. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon right here on Sports Business Radio. I know many of our Sports Business Radio listeners and my friends with pro sports teams fly by private or charter plane. So let me offer you this scattering report that will save you time and money. When flying into or out of New York City, there can often be long delays. That's why you want to fly into the brand new, pristine Republic Jet Center, located in Farmingdale, New York. That's just 30 minutes outside of New York City, making it the airport with the fastest time into Manhattan. Don't get caught up in delays flying into Teterboro or White Plains. Choose Republic Jet Center, and you'll experience all the reasons why you chose to fly privately. Republic Jet Center is a full-service, signature-select FBO that delivers an unparalleled level of customer service and safety to the private and charter jet industry. Enjoy Republic Jet Center's luxurious lobby and contemporary lounge in their new 100,000-square-foot facility. The concierge staff will gladly assist you with making any reservations you need while you're in New York City, from ground transportation arrangements, dining reservations, or even helping you with chartering a helicopter flight to Manhattan or the Hamptons. That'd be nice. Their comprehensive white glove FBO service and premier affiliations are compelling reasons why aircraft owners and operators benefit from selecting Republic Jet Center. Whenever I fly private in or out of New York City for the Sports PR Summit or the Sports Business Radio Roadshow, I now have a terrific new option, Republic Jet Center. For more information, visit RepublicJetCenter.com or call them at 631-881-9520. Follow them on Twitter at Republic Jet Center, and that's C-T-R for center, or on Instagram at Republic Jet Center. Republic Jet Center, the official private airport partner of Sports Business Radio and the Sports PR Summit.